Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, the Bears are, was an 8-9 team last year, um, I believe, and 7-10, uh, seven and, seven and sorry. And, and um, you know, that's, that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick. Um, and, and they got a good defense. Um, they got good players on offense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's pretty exciting, you know, if you could go into a situation like that. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Do you believe him? Do you believe Caleb Williams when he talks about the Bears? I hesitate. If you don't know my record from last year, I mean, it's the NFL. It's the Bears. Who else were you thinking of? It's Gabe Ramirez broadcasting live from the Squandy Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We will hear more from Caleb Williams in just a second. But it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with, with this pick, man. I think it's the best soap opera that I've seen in quite some time. Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, the Chicago Bears, have the first pick for the second year in a row. Last year, they decided to pass up on C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. This year, they get Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. And I've never seen a situation highlighted more than this. It's you know, it's because it's overstated. Well, I got to get this right. Oh, got to make the right picks. Got to do all this kind of stuff. But this one seems to, to mean more than the others. That, in fact, Ryan Poles has to get this right. How often is your job connected to a position? And I think that in this particular situation, that's what's going on. Ryan Pohl stays with Justin Fields. Your job is connected to Justin. Ryan Pohl drafts Caleb Williams. Your your job is now connected to Caleb Williams. You can be the GM for the Chicago Bears for the next decade if Caleb Williams pans out, if you make the right decision. We were supposed to hang out with Matt Sims, former NFL quarterback. He's a bit tied up right now. So what I want to do is I want to play the Caleb Williams audio from the combine, the press conference, because if there's one thing you could take away from, like even if you liked Caleb Williams, right, those that liked Caleb Williams and those that didn't and that wanted Justin Fields, both parties can agree Caleb Williams was impressive in front of the microphone, held his own in a, I mean, God, it's one thing to like have to go give a speech in front of people it's another thing when everyone is anticipating your words. You know they're going to be scrutinized. And yet, 
You come to the podium, super cool, super confident, and you deliver to the point where no one is questioning you after talking to the media. Here's Caleb Williams at the Draft Combine. No, um, not doing things. Uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family, um, and it comes down to that. Caleb in Chicago, are always divided about the quarterback. Yeah. I'd say uh, the player in person that they begin, a uh, person that cares for his teammates. Um, some of y'all may have seen, some of y'all may have not. Um, I try to take care of all my guys, uh, no matter if you've been fourth on the depth chart or you know you're the you're the star player. Um, so I care for my teammates, and then the other part is I'm a, I'm a fierce competitor, as you may have seen after you know some games. I mean, the Bears are, was an eight and nine team last year, um, I believe, and uh, seven and seven to ten. Sorry, and and um, you know that's that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick, um, and and they got a good defense. Um, they got good players on offense, um, and and you know it's it's pretty exciting. You know if you could go into a situation like that. Yep. Whole lot of dominant quarterback play? No, no, not at all. Um, I don't compare myself to the other guys. Um, you know, that's there, been there. Um, I think I'm my own player, and um, you know, I, I I tend to like to, you know, create history and, and rewrite history. Yeah, um, this is one of the seasons that it's it's none like. You know, any other season that I've had uh, to where I've been so close to being either neutral or or um, close to, you know, having a losing record. And so um, it was tough for me. Um, like I said, I'm a competitor. I like to win. And so, you know, being that close to losing was was difficult for me. But, um, you know, I had people in my corner to, to help me and 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 figure out, you know, the, the energy and feeling that I was that I was feeling. I think it's important going into um, situations because there's nobody in, you know, in the first part of the draft that would be, you know, early in the draft. And I expect myself to go high, um, you know, to be a, 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 a 12 and whatever team or, you know, it's it's, you know, the, the teams are going to be um, at least from the year before. Um, it's kind of going to be how I went into USC. Uh, where they were four and eight and, and things like that. So just you know, just preparing for those moments. And I think last year was a was a perfect example for me. Yeah, um, I learned um, either you grow from something like that. And Lincoln sat me down um, after maybe our um, loss to Utah, I believe. And he sat me down and and he said either you grow from something like this, or uh, you keep feeling this feeling and you know you'll stay where you are. What do you say about? Over my what? My height? Um, it's the first time I'm hearing about my height and size. I'm, you know, I'm around Aaron Rodgers' size and, and maybe weight too. Uh, 215, uh, 220, and 6162. So. Yeah, so for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. Um, you know, not 32 teams can draft me. Uh, there's only one of me. Um, and so uh, the teams that I go to for my visit, 
um, you know, those teams will have the, the medical and, and, and that'll be it. Um, I didn't feel the need to, to go out and throw. Um, I played around 30-some games, I believe. Um, go ahead and go watch real real live ball of me and uh, see how I am as a competitor. What inspired you to be in football? My dad put me in football when I was four. My mom didn't let me play tackle football my first year. Um, I thought I was going to love it. Um, at four years old, I did. And... Um, the next year after that, I was I was a bit too aggressive for flag football, so my mom let me uh, she let me play tackle, and from there fell in love even more. Uh, by the time I hit 11 or 12, I told my dad that this is what I wanted to do, and we, we put together a plan, and um, you know he's helped me every every part of the way. I told my dad a plan that when I was 11 or 12, and it didn't quite work out. <laughs> we didn't make it to the NBA. I had a plan, pops. You let me down. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670. The score. Caleb Williams talking right there. And I think that most people would say it was extremely impressive. I want to know what you have to say. Tyler Ferengal producing today. Tyler, open up these lines for me. Sometimes we block the lines because eh, sometimes you just got to. But now they're open. And I'm curious. It's 10 in the morning. Beautiful Sunday in Chicago. Shout out to everybody that did, just did the polar plunge. Hella people did that. But you should probably pick a colder day. And on this Sunday, I'm curious your thoughts on Caleb Williams. Do you think he can be a franchise quarterback? Do you think he he should supplant Justin Fields as a starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Did you like what he said at the podium? I've yet to hear from someone that had something negative to say about about Caleb Williams and his his podium. I'm curious. I want to hear from you. Three one two. 644-67-67. I think this hour I'm going to dedicate it to phone calls. Matt Sims couldn't hang out, so we're going phone call heavy. I want to hear from you. What's your updated take? Because it's almost as if it's settling into people. Like it's settling in. Even the Justin Fields fans that Caleb Williams will be the next quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Has it settled in for you? It's settling in for me, and I'm a, and I like Drake May. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Richard out in Lincolnwood. Richard, welcome to the show. Hi, Gabe. Gabe, I completely agree with you regarding Drake May. Let's draft May, get some capital, build the team. I'm an old-fashioned guy. I'm 75. I remember Jim Finks. His motto was, give me a defensive line, offensive line, and I'll worry about the rest. <laughs> Once we do that, we can, you know, I like to be San Francisco. <laughs> Fair. There's nothing wrong with that. So are you out on yeah. Justin Fields? Is that what happens? No, no. I'm, I'm, you know, I have no problems with Justin Fields. You know, I have problems with everybody anointing Caleb Williams to be in Hall of, you know, Hall of Famer. hasn't even played one game yet. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what I think, Richard, I think people are just simply saying that Caleb Williams is better than Justin Fields. Well, that, that's fine. But don't, let's not, you know, when was Mahomes drafted? What, 10th? It wasn't even number one pick. Do, but don't, yeah, I, I listen, I, I hear you. And you can yeah. make those arguments about, you know, any quarterback. I think the difference between Caleb Williams and Patrick Mahomes in that particular draft is that Patrick Mahomes wasn't the surefire number one. 
That's that's what I'm saying, you know. And I'm not, you know. Again, I, I you know, I don't have, I don't watch film. <laughs> I just saw one game. I saw a game against Notre Dame, and after the game against Notre Dame, I said, you know, look, okay, you know, he's a college quarterback. Uh, you know, again, does it translate to be a great NFL player? I don't know. Let's 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 have him play a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> All right, I hear you. Thanks for the call, Richard. I appreciate it. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. It's Gabe Ramirez here on six seventy. The score taking your calls. Thoughts on on Caleb Williams? I know we we are going to as a result talk about Justin Fields, but I'm curious and I, and Richard, I appreciate the call, but. I do want you to watch more games than just Notre Dame. And the reason why is simply because, like, what if I took, like, one game from Justin Fields, right? What if I took, like, Justin Fields' last game? And I was like, huh, I didn't watch a lot of Justin Fields, but I caught that Green Bay game, the last one of the season. Justin Fields sucks. He's 11 for 16, 148 yards, no touchdowns, sacked five times. Justin Fields is a bum. Well, all you Justin Fields apologists would say, well, okay, they can't look at one game. So why are we doing it with Caleb Williams? Why is it that the only game you can point to is a game that you didn't watch, that you simply just heard someone else talking about and heard them say that he had a bad game against Notre Dame, and you run with it? And all of a sudden, that's it. That's, that's the statement. He had a bad game against Notre Dame. I don't know about this guy. It's just silly. It's silly, and it's the same thing where I could point out a good game. Say, oh, Justin, against the Washington Commanders. Almost threw for 300 yards, had four tutties, no interceptions. Dude's a stud. Like, yeah, you can point out any game. We know this. But I'm curious your thoughts about Caleb, curious about updated thoughts on Justin Fields. 312-644-6767. Let's go to DJ out in Plainfield. DJ, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Hanging in there, man. What's, what, what's on your mind? So it's going to sound weird, but I feel like what Caleb Williams was saying in his press conference sounded too robotic, too cookie cutter. He was saying all the things the media wanted to hear. And the part that irked me the most was when he talked about he didn't want to throw, just go look at tape. No, that's why you're at the combine to display your skills. Who wants to watch tape? Everybody's watched your tape. They want to see it in person. I hear that. I hear that, DJ, but I think you want, like, 300 players are invited to the combine, right? Correct. And so could we think just in simple statistics that one of them can be an outlier? Absolutely. And it is Caleb Williams. So where you're like, we want to see throw, we want to see what you got, I think that that is true for the 299 others, or actually 295 because a bunch of people didn't throw. So the 295, I think that's for them. It's we don't know about you. We don't know who you are. We want to learn more, more. I want more. But Caleb Williams, I think it's everybody's been watching him for like a year and a half. So people have as much information as they need, and he knows he's going number one. So I, so I hear that. You talk about him sounding robotic. I agree with you, DJ. It very much sounded like we're going to rehearse this, but that's what you do. You talk to your PR people. You find out what's the knock. They tell you don't get a haircut so you can look scruffy. They tell you, make sure you talk about your teammates a ton and make sure you focus on winning and not money. And don't forget, the Bears have a good defense and offense and you would love to go there. <laughs> like, make sure you're saying all True. of those things. I agree with that. But, but, but DJ, I also have another question as well, okay, too. Okay, let me get it. Me being a Michigan guy, 
why do you think the Bears should overlook J.J. McCarthy and they shouldn't overlook J.J. McCarthy? Yeah, it's a great question. Thanks for the call, DJ. I think that with J.J. McCarthy, if you are trying to replace your quarterback, as a matter of fact, let's, for, for, for better argument's sake, let's use a different position. If you are trying to replace DJ Moore as your number one wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, you are not. If you have the option to take Marvin Harrison Jr., you take Marvin Harrison Jr. What you don't do is go take Devontae Walker from North Carolina, who you can have in the second round. Does that make sense? Like, you have the option when you're trying to upgrade a position. You, personally, the Chicago Bears, have the option. So when you're asking me why do I overlook J.J. McCarthy, it's because if I am to upgrade my quarterback position and I have the option to take A or B, I'm taking A because it's there. It's there and it's ready for me. So I'm not saying J.J. McCarthy isn't going to be a good NFL player, but I'm not going to risk an unknown. You don't know enough about his passing abilities. Blake Corum was the man. The defense, DJ, you were a Michigan guy. The defense is what held Michigan up. So I don't want to play the, I hope he ends up being a good quarterback game. At least not with J.J. McCarthy. I'd rather play that game with Caleb Williams. And I think that's why I would pass on a J.J. McCarthy. It's just option A is just better. And I think that if I have the opportunity to do it, then that's when I go ahead and take full advantage of that. Uh, let's go. One more call before we go to break. Let's go to Tony on the south side. Tony, what up? Hey, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hanging in there. What you got to say about this Chicago Bears team? Oh, man, let me tell you something. Literally, man, three weeks ago, I was like, trade the pick. Let's get the haul. Let's get the haul. <laughs> but I sat down, had a glass of wine, and looked at all the three quarterbacks, highlights and lowlights. And I'm going to tell you, Caleb seemed like he's something special. Mm-hmm. And But not only that. But Drake May is good. Um, Daniel uh, Daniels is pretty pretty good as well. He had one good season I, that I can recall. But Drake May kind of scares me, like Mitchell Trubisky Part Two. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. Maybe I have PSD. You do. I'm not sure. PTSD. You do. But, right. And, but but the thing is, his lowlights were really really lowlights. But he's a heck of an athlete. He's super fast. If we don't get Caleb. Man, just trade the pick, man. Get the haul. Yeah, I agree with That's you. All I have to say. I agree with yep. you. Thanks for the call, Tony. I mean, what an interesting scenario for the Chicago Bears. You have a quarterback that isn't the worst in the league. You have the first pick in the draft, and there are some talents that are out there that some are saying can change your franchise. It's tough. Tough decision to make, but one has to be made, and that's going to be up to Ryan Poles. Your decision is simple. Call up the radio station and talk to me about your updated thoughts on Caleb Williams or, or Justin Fields. 312-644-6767. Your phone calls on the other side right here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Happy Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. It is Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Spring training action for the Cubs continues today against the Guardians. Coverage begins at 155 right here on The Score with Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer on the call. For the latest news on the Cubs or Sox, and no, I just didn't throw that in there. That's actually part of the line. Try listening to chapters from our show through the Odyssey app. Each topic we cover is broken out so that you can find what matters to you most. To get started, just download that Odyssey app, then search 670 The Score and tap on a recent episode of a show that you like. Maybe it's mine, Mully and Haw, Parkins and Spiegel, Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi. Maybe one of those chapters is about Caleb Williams and the Chicago Bears, because that's what we're discussing right now. 312-644-6767. Phone lines are open. Looking to chat a little bit about Caleb Williams, right? I mean, he hit the podium, didn't do the medicals, didn't throw, but people somehow, some way. How impressive is that? You didn't throw or do anything at the combine. All you did was talk. And somehow, you were able to leave people more impressed. And he didn't do anything physically. And yet people are still, it's, it's impressive. That's why when USC's Pro Day happens here in a couple weeks, Gabe, I am wondering if this is going to be the most crowded Pro Day Probably not. in NFL history. Probably not. Why Why would there be? Oh, you mean select teams who have a chance to I mean, if I'm, get them. if I'm the Chiefs, why am I showing up? If I'm... I won't say Chiefs because they got the they got a quarterback. But if I'm Buffalo, Buffalo, they got a quarterback. Buffalo, why am I showing up? If I'm Miami, why am I showing up? If I'm there's got to be ten teams that won't be there, and then of the twenty that are remaining, ten of them don't have a shot. So I don't know. I think there might be you know ten teams there. It'll well, be interesting. Let me rephrase it: most coveted pro day. Again, I think I disagree with that too because the marks have been made. He is nothing that he is going to do at the, his pro day in USC is going to make. Anyone say, I am not taking him or I am certainly taking him. Like nothing he's going to do. Right? What, what, what? Because he throws a ball? We've seen that. Right? Like it's Caleb Williams. It's not, you know, you still want to see it. Remember that one throw from Zach Wilson yeah. in 2021? I think almost single handedly made him go number two overall. And look what, what's happened yeah. to his NFL future. Yeah, yeah. It was a great throw. Jake May hit, hit the, hit the goalpost from 80 yards away. Still going to go number two. Let's go to Zach out in Oswego. Take some phone calls. 312-644-6767. Updated thoughts on Caleb Williams. I want to hear them. Let's go to Zach in Oswego. Zach, what up? Hey, how's it going? Hanging in there, man. Talk to me about your updated thoughts on Caleb. Well, I think we shouldn't draft him at all in the first place. I think we already got a quarterback. Justin Fields. That's it? That's your thought? That's the that's the that's the big argument you got for me, Zach. 
Don't drive Caleb. We got well, Justin I, already. Yeah, I mean, we've Chicago's been waiting for a quarterback for years, since Jay Cutler pretty much, and we got one, and now we want to run him out of town. All right, let me start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. Chicago's been waiting for a quarterback. We finally have one. What has he done in the last three years that makes you think this guy is just amazing and better than everybody else? His last 17 games, he's got a passer rating of 85, over 3,000 yards, and 20 touchdowns. I think we can work with that at least. What quarterback rating are you talking about? His QBR? Passer rating. His QB- passer rating, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I'm like, his QBR is 46. His completion, no, per- yeah, yeah. Q- completion percentage at the end of year three is 61%. Nine interceptions to 16 touchdowns. Sacked 44 times. He's been sacked 135 times in three years. I love Justin Fields too, Zach. I want to be very clear. I do think he's good. I think he's top 13 to 17 quarterback in the league. What's your yeah, fa- so that's my point. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, and I'm here for that. And I'm here for that that discussion. The issue is, I don't think he'll ever be a top 10 quarterback. Ever. I just think with his running capabilities and everything, I just don't think you can lose that. I just feel like you don't know what you're going to get with Caleb. And you know what you got with Justin. I hear that. I hear that. But I want you to be able to change your thinking, right? Like, then that's the same for a tight end. Let's not draft Brock Bowers because we have Cole Komet. Let's not draft a cornerback because we got Jalen Johnson and Tyreek Stevenson. Like, you, you, you always have to be upgrading your team, right? The Bears, over the last two seasons, have been drafting people and they've been instant starters because they've had a bad team. Now their job is to create depth at certain positions or upgrade. And I think that they have the opportunity to upgrade, not just with Caleb Williams. I like Jake May. But just upgrade as a whole. Justin Fields is good. He's just not good enough to get you where you want to go. And I think where we all want to go is on Michigan Avenue for a Super Bowl parade. And Justin Fields. I can agree with that. Yeah, and of course. And Justin Fields, I just think he is going to have that. Like, he's going to make me keep my car at home and never drive downtown to come hang out with you. I want to hang out with you, Zach. I want to hang out with you on Michigan Avenue when the Bears win the Super Bowl. And I just think they have the opportunity to do it. But I, but I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I, I, Justin Fields is good. You want to build around him. You like him. And I'm here. For, I, I, I get it. I'm not here to, to. I'm not here to make you change your mind or to disagree with the notion that Justin Fields is good. I simply want you to think about a Bears team with a better quarterback. And it might not happen. Right? It might not happen. Just like you said, we don't know. Fair. I'll, I'll accept that argument. But there's a possibility. You hear me on that? The possibility exists that Caleb Williams is better, significantly better than Justin Fields. And I, as a Bears fan, am willing to take that risk for the possibility of having a quarterback that's better than Justin Fields. You don't think Justin Fields is Productivity is replaceable? You don't think you can get seven wins from another quarterback? A good one if you, you know, if you signed a free agent or something like that, like where it's replaceable. It is. You can get the same, you can get 2,500 yards from a mediocre quarterback. He ran for 650 last year. So if you're going to say, well, you can't run, okay, fine. Quarterback, give you three, 400 yards. 
so again, it's the possibility. I'm a gambling man and I, and I want to gamble. And I, that's just literally the only reason. <laughs> just a 312-644-6767. Let's go to Keith out in Northwest Indiana. Keith, talk to me. What do you want to do with that first pick? So I have no horse in this race, but I watch the Bears because they're local. Now, I think if you put pieces, what pieces does Justin Fields have around him offensively? DJ that, Moore, Cole uh, Komet. Has made DJ, him the quarterback. DJ, DJ Moore, Cole Komet. What else do you want? That's it. That's what do you, it. What else now. do you want? What else do you okay, want? Listen, listen, no, no, no. Listen, answer listen, my question first. No, answer my question first. Because this is this is an argument we have all the time. What does Justin Fields That's have? Great. He needs That's more. Great. Then tell me what else he needs. Like if it's not a number one wide receiver and a number one tight end, what else do you want Justin Fields to have? Two. Another piece on the wide receiver end, give, you, you, and that's Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational player. Okay, correct. The offensive line needs an upgrade. Say what you will. They did. They did that last year on the right side. Braxton Jones is not it. Now, what they need is another left tackle, and that's Alt. Alt is a generational player. You set him up with those two players. Center is going to be addressed either in free agency or in the second or third round, or, or that's been discussed. So that is an upgrade on the offensive line. And given just those couple of positions, I think it's an upgrade, and you're giving Fields more because he is, he's very athletic. Maybe not, maybe not quite up to Caleb Williams, but close. Now, when you add a couple more pieces around him, I'm not saying tight end. I'm not saying uh, running back. That can be addressed uh, in the fourth round or whatever, like, like a lot of teams have done. But I think if you put more pieces around him, he will be effective, and he could be the 11-12 uh, game winner that uh, will get the Bears in the playoffs. I hear and you. once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. You're right, Keith, and I, and I hear that. I hear what you're saying. And I want to validate the simple statement, if you give Justin Fields, Marvin Harrison Jr., and a top 10 offensive lineman, he'll be better. The problem with that statement is you can say that for anyone. Anyone's going to be better if you give them Marvin Harrison Jr. and another offensive. T- Come on. It's a terrible argument. Justin, Fe- Justin Fields needs Marvin Harrison Jr. and DJ Moore in order for us to feel like he's a good quarterback? Stop it. Stop it. You are watching these games. Justin Fields is good. He's not great. Get him another. Come on. Caleb Williams will do, and I don't even, I want to be very clear. I don't even like that guy the most. I like Drake May the most. But Caleb Williams will do more with DJ Moore and Komet than Justin Fields will do with Marvin Harrison Jr., DJ Moore, and more offensive linemen. It's a fact. How do you expect him to target DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. eight, nine, ten times a game? Each of them. He's not. 312-644-6767. I don't know why I'm so upset. Let's take one more call before we go to break. Let's go to Frank out in Libertyville. Frank, talk to me about Caleb Williams. Hey, man. Um, um, the only thing I have to say about Caleb is, uh, and we know this, uh, we've, we've seen him in college. We don't know what we'll see on Sundays. But what I can say is 
I've seen Justin Fields now run for his life the last three years. And I think the offensive line, it all starts up front. If the Bears address that offensive line, then I think you'll see a better uh, Justin Fields. And then also, too, he's had, what, how many offensive coordinators, different head coaches. The Bears hadn't done right by the kids. But I think the kid's talent enough to stay in Chicago, trade that pick, get some offensive linemen in, uh, 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 in Chicago, and go from there. I hear you. And, Frank, here's my, here's my thing, right? Because I, I get it, right? Justin Fields running for his life. But, like, talk to me about the times when he wasn't, right? Because it, it, 100% of his dropbacks weren't, you know, terrible because of his offensive line. Right, so let's say twenty five percent. Let's let's come to some random number. Twenty five percent of the time, Justin Fields dropped back in his career in Chicago. Terrible offensive line play. Fine. Let's 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 agree on that number and let's just hold it for this argument's sake. What about the other seventy five percent of the time? When you were watching him, did you say, "Oh man, look at that guy. That's a that's a that's a top ten quarterback in the league." No. More often than not, you were watching his games and saying, "Dude, get rid of the ball. Dude, why are you holding it?" Dude, you should have threw it. Dude, I'm watching this replay. This guy was open. Dude, you didn't check at the line for this. Like so many things that you can point to that we see week in and week out from good quarterbacks that you just didn't see from Justin Fields. Again, top 13 to 17 quarterback. Could he use a better offensive line? Not, not he. Could the quarterback of the Chicago Bears use a better offensive line? Yes. Could the, could the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, you know, benefit from a better offensive coordinator? Yeah, sure. Who wouldn't? But to, to allow him to, to lean on those, to, to make excuses for what we feel is, what I feel is a deficiency in his talent. And again, not a deficiency that I'm saying he's trash. I'm just saying he's not a top 10 quarterback. And I think that's fair. That's a fair argument. 312-644-6767. Taking more of your, th- of your calls. Caleb Williams hit the podium. Want to know if your thoughts changed on him. If you think the Bears are foolish, and should trade that pick away. And maybe you think whatever I'm saying is ridiculous. I want to hear from you too. Why? Because I like debates like that. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez. Your call's next on 670 The Score. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Happy Domingo, mi gente. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is Gabe Ramirez, 670 The Score. We got a fiery bunch on the phone calls. Somebody text, why are you yelling? I know. I was hot for a second. I was hot. I was really, really hot for a second. I think it's because I'm just tired of the arguments. I'm just tired of it. And I know that we're all watching the same games, and that's why it's crazy. Everyone's watching the same game, but we have different opinions of what's going on. But we're watching the same thing. Well, I have a theory, too. I heard you mention earlier that a lot of the, the Justin Fields people are silent. They might have heard you, and they, they, they're awake this yeah, Sunday morning. and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I want to read some text messages before I get to the phone calls, which there are no more lines left open. We are 10. We are, we are lit, literally. All right. First one says, Gabe, I love when you're on the air. You keep my mind off my life. And on to a myriad of sports. Love that you did your trifecta at the start. Shout out, Rod. I appreciate that. 229, Mr. Fire, because I'm the in-game host for the Chicago Fire. Why can't they win games? I don't know. I thought they were going to win yesterday against FC Cincinnati. Heartbreaking loss. Somebody from the 773, Gabe, why would PR people tell Caleb Williams not to get a haircut? Did you see him? 
Did he look like he was locked in a closet for three months? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. Don't come lined up with a beautiful haircut, money Caleb Williams. No. Look like you're scruffy, like you're about that life, and that's what would be there. Uh, I want to read one more. Where'd it go? Oh, someone's talking about that. Come on, Gabe. Kokomet is our number one tight end, but he's not a number one tight end. Wrong. Go look at the stats. He's top five, six, seven tight ends in the league. Um, some more fields apologists. And that's it. A big thank you for making Sunday awesome. Appreciate you guys. Now let's take some phone calls. Somebody said, Gabe, I thought you were on our side. I don't know what side you're on. So I don't, I don't know what I'm disagreeing with, by the way. You can text in. You can... T- Call 312-644-6767. Let's go to Andy. Andy, talk to me about Caleb Williams. Hey, bud. Um, first off, thanks for taking my call. Um, secondly, great thing about sports, brother, we can all be Monday morning quarterbacks, yeah. you know, w- which is awesome. Um, but let, let's just talk about him for a second. You know, the you know the eye tests don't lie. If you compare Justin, and I love Justin Fields, don't get me wrong. Same. He's given me a lot of things to cheer about, you know, but – if you look at him in college, Justin playing on a better team, and the stats aren't even close compared to Caleb Williams. I think he was, what, 72 touchdowns and 10 picks in the last two years and, like, 4,400 yards a season almost? I mean, the, the numbers don't lie, and I think that we have a chance to, you know, again, it, it's a crapshoot, right? You pick someone in draft, you don't know what you're getting, but let's take the chance, you know, let, yeah. let's do it. You know, I'm – I, I, I appreciate everyone's calls and your thoughts, but I really think the numbers just don't lie right now. You know, get what you can for fields and let's build this team up, guys. Yeah. Um, I appreciate so, the call, Andy. I, and I, cause I, I, I appreciate the call because it's a sound approach, right? You went to the casino, you made a little money, you made 20 bucks, you didn't lose any, you didn't win a ton, but you got like 20 bucks. And you're saying to yourself, do I want to leave the casino with 20 bucks or do I want to double down? And I try to walk out of here with a grand. And I think that's where the bears are at. They have Justin Fields. They didn't lose. He's good. They won some money. Problem is it just wasn't enough. You don't want to go home with 20 bucks. That's not fun. That's not what I came to the casino for. I came to either win a bunch or lose a bunch. And that's where the bears are at. They want a little bit of money and they're looking at the craps table and they're saying, Hey bro, I'm about to roll these dice again. Because I'm trying to win $1,000. And I think that's what it is. I think that's what it's so, it's, it's so simple. Like we, we're, we're trying to make it more difficult than it is. It's very simple. Justin Fields is good. We want better. Justin Fields is good. If you give him other things, will he be better? Yes. But not as, not as good as people think a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a next quarterback can be. That's all I'm saying. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Phil out in Lombard. Phil, talk to me. Good morning, Gabe. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to chime in and say uh, uh, I think I think you need to kind of separate the two things. First of all, Justin Fields, I think after three-plus three seasons, uh, we pretty much know he is not the guy. Um, you know, the problem with him is he has all the physical attributes, but – the problem is he can't process fast enough. I mean, it's been proven time and time again. And I think as, as we move forward here, you will see, I honestly think that Justin Fields, everybody complains. I think he makes the offensive line look worse than the offensive <laughs> line makes him look. Right. I honestly believe that. 
And uh, I think you'll see it with the receivers as well. I think, you know, I mean, uh, D.J. Moore is a phenomenal receiver. He made some really phenomenal catches this year. And I, and I think, you know, again, Justin's biggest problem is he can't process fast enough. He can't make them anticipatory throws that you have to make in the NFL. doesn't matter how fast he runs, how big he is, how strong he is. It doesn't matter at the quarterback position. That's, uh, yeah. so I think, again, I'm, I'm, I'm more convinced that he is not the guy. And I think Caleb Williams is the guy, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure Justin is not the guy. I appreciate that call, Phil. And I, I, that's, a great, that's a great perspective, right, where I'm not sure about Caleb Williams, but I am sure about Justin Fields. That's a good one. When he was talking right there, <clears throat> Phil, he reminded me of, and this is such a terrible term. Look at me trying to, trying to clean things up. Such a terrible term. Tyler Ferengal, you're a younger guy. You ever heard of the phrase butterface? No, never. Okay. Maybe it's just like an old guy thing, older guy thing. But, you know, a butterface, terrible word. But what they would say is, you know, this woman or this person is beautiful and great body. Butterface. You know what I'm saying? Did you catch that time? Butterface. But, but her face. Butterface. Terrible word. Uh, ha, 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 no, no, no. Ha, ha. Terrible. Don't laugh at that. It's actually really bad. A sarcastic laugh. But Justin Fields, is he a butter arm? Where he looks great, super athletic, got the build, can throw it far, butter arm. <laughs> can't make the quick passes. Can't make the... All right, maybe not. Let's take one more. I want to give Justin Fields and his crew an opportunity to speak to. That's what I talked about. That's why we're going... Somebody I've talked to before, Larry on the west side. Larry, you want to keep fields. Tell me why. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. I think that Justin Fields is a good quarterback because I haven't seen a top 10 quarterback win the Super Bowl in the last, what, 12 years? That's silly. That's silly. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 Larry. That's silly because Patrick Mahomes just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he won the top 10 quarterback. Oh, you're talking about drafted. Oh, drafted. You're talking about top 10 drafted. But he wasn't the top 10 quarterback. Yeah, top 10 drafted. Say that, because when you say top 10 quarterback, you make me think that he's not in the top, like the top 10 quarterbacks of the league. No, 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 no. Not that. Not that. We, the ability we already see. But he wasn't. The, you can't tell me the last top 10 quarterback won a Super Bowl. But the point is, the Bears ain't looking for offense. Bears are a defensive team. True. We got a defensive coach. We don't have three different ordinated offensive coordinators. Justin hasn't learned anything, and the ones that were his coordinator, they were fighting for their job just as well as Justin was fighting for years. So he's not been given the opportunity to be what he is. And you can save the money and build a team around him, and you don't lose nothing in two games, in two years. Because if, if he be bad, we'll still be back up in that top five for another quarterback. Caleb Williams has not showed anything, nothing, not even with the college. Oh, yeah, he won the college. Heisman Trophy, but that ain't co- this, we ain't playing college. We playing pro football now. His attitude is not there. Two blocks of Daisy. The Bears and Chicago is the right not team. We'd rather lose than to sit up there and see a pretty boy pretend what he can do and have it and not show what he wants. This is a city of, of workers, not what I can do. Let's just do it. I hear you. Thanks for the call, Larry. I mean, I don't agree with the Caleb Williams. It's- Part of his argument. But the Justin Fields, I mean, I do get it. Top 10 quarterbacks, by the way, Matthew Stafford just won it a couple years ago, and he was the number one pick in the draft. Just just so that, that way you can have a good argument moving forward. <sighs> All right. 
We gotta take a break. That, that was that was that was a fun hour, Tyler. That was great. Updated opinions on Caleb Williams and our Justin Fields friends calling in as well. That was great. Good heated debate. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I got one more hour with you guys. And I'm going to bring a guest on at the top. We are going to be able to talk to Josh Schrock from NBC Sports Chicago. Also co-host of Under Center Podcast. Haven't talked to Schrocker in a while. Want to get his thoughts on Justin Fields. Because see, Josh Schrock isn't, isn't from Chicago. So he's going to give you an actual opinion on the quarterback, and not be swayed by fandom. Not that you are. Those were your opinions. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to explain who our next guest is and how he is going to operate. Josh Schrock, what does he think about Justin Fields and the current Bears situation? We'll talk to him after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 